Our director of choirs, Brother Ronald Cox. This is the Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir. They're coming this morning, giving God the highest praise. Hallelujah, salvation and glory, honor and power to the Lord our God. Let's stand and worship with them on this morning.
your feet and let's give God some hand praise. If God's been good to you, you know when there's a friend, when you don't have a friend, but you know that he's the greatest. Come on, he's the greatest friend. Come on, he's the greatest friend. He's the greatest friend. Hallelujah, he's the greatest friend.
you heard about him, amen, he'll be your friend until the end, so no matter where you're going in life, as long as you keep him by your side, amen, he'll be your friend. I always thought and felt that the one that would do the most work and the one that was really so concerned is the one would get the biggest reward. The one that would receive a greater blessing from God. But he changed that. Well, I wouldn't say he changed it. I'm Well, he changed my thought and say it's not the one that run the fastest. Huh? It's not the one that seemed to be so dutiful. Amen. It's not the one that is so strong. He said, but I'll have mercy on whom I will. And you know that is, that's something because God is not like us. Amen. But that does make you now have to sit down and not do nothing. Because God may not have no mercy upon you. We thank God for all of the visitors who are here on this morning. And we hope we do have quite a few visitors. We want you to know that you are welcome to Greater Bethlehem Temple Church. The friendless and the oldest church in town when it comes to the apostolic way. And there is but one church, and that is the apostolic church. Baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in another language as the Spirit of God give utterance. Just like it was on the day of Pentecost, it has never changed. Therefore, we can firmly say that there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Amen. 
Now, Paul said, if the gospel that we preach is hid, for so many people, say, I don't understand it. I don't see it like that. But he said, if it's hid, it's hid from those that are lost. And whom the God of this world has blind their mind. The enemy, who we call Satan, don't want you to see this thing. If he can hide it from you, avoid your understanding, he'll do so. Now, if don't nobody else say amen, the apostolic people ought to wake up and you're not going to have nothing in here but amen. If you're not a witness now, when will you become a witness for God? Hallelujah. He said in St. John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you. Huh? Whosoever the Son set free is free indeed. I still ain't hearing nothing out of some of y'all folk. Y'all, y'all. Some of y'all must not have said your prayer this morning. Woo! Why don't y'all say amen over here? My God, I feel like preaching. But you ought to be willing to help me preach. You sitting out there like dry bones in the valley. If I could hear my mother pray again. Is that what you want to hear? Well, then you ought to say amen. 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 You know what the Bible said? He said, according to Peter, we are lively stones. I tell you one thing. If you got any feelings, if you catch on fire, or some ants can get on you, you're going to find yourself. Hey, man. Well, if you got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is full of fire. Woo! Lord, have mercy. If you ain't going to witness, if you're going to set up like you did, hallelujah, then what do you so you coming? If you don't feel something, Lord have mercy. I'm old and I'm, yet I'm not old. When it comes to this, I feel like a young man. believe when you come to church you ought to get something out of it Shh. let me tell you something that you didn't know wake up wake up wake up wake up do you know Jesus is in here do you know the Holy Ghost is in here do you know God is in here we are in the house of the Lord 
Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us rejoice. is for you oh my friend it's recorded in his word hallelujah and I know this message is true in the book of Galatians see y'all don't want to make me preach not because you witness it, but what will make me really preach when you don't witness. Huh? That's what make me really preach. Amen, because I'm driving at you that ain't opening your mouth, ain't saying nothing. Well, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing a lot of things. But I do them. It is a necessity to praise the Lord. You just keep on. You don't feel good. You don't feel good. They have a condition in your body. Maybe down in spirit. Maybe broke. Things ain't going right at home. Some of the children is in trouble. Some of them in jail. But in spite of what all going on in me before, sometimes when you don't feel like praying and you can't even sleep at night. Yeah, yes. 
and you don't have words to utter to God. You walk sometime with your arms full. But if you just say thank you, nothing might would happen. But I dare to keep on saying thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Your hands will come loose. Your hands will be free. You will get to move in some way. Hallelujah. He'll come to your rescue. He'll let you know he's there. to jump up and say thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus
Keep on thanking him. He'll do something else for you. You keep on praising him. He'll do more and more for you. Oh, yes, he will. Lord, have mercy. Just look at him. Just look at him how he works. chapter 5 see this joy we have given to us stop preaching and start to rebuke it which is way up here but I, I ain't gonna let him do it I ain't gonna let him do it 
Hallelujah. My Lord, before I let him do that, I'll say cut it off and, and just let me use what God gave me. Hallelujah. Ain't the Lord all right? Because this is a message that God wants you to receive. He wants you to look back. He wants you to find out where you are and who you are and how you got where you are now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. A lot of us don't know who we are. But something this morning is a bad subject. It's a sad subject. Desire to be in bondage. Uh, now that's somebody ain't got their right mind. Huh? Want to be in bondage, go back in bondage. Got the preacher set you free and you're out, but you have a desire. Can't go through nothing for crying like the children of Israel when God blessed them and done so much for them, protected them night and day. Hallelujah. Gave them heat when it was cold at night. And bless them with some cool, fresh air during the day by letting the cloud hover over the sun. He rained down manna from above. From above. He blessed them. He heard their cry. He blessed them to even go through the water. Crossing the Red Sea. He even carried them through the wilderness, but not in a haste. He done so much for them, and yet, with many of them, regardless of the blessing, that's why you got to watch. Because you are blessed in your finances in your home, to have a good job. That does not say that God is pleased with your life. For all that God done for Israel, the Bible said with many of them, with many of them, God was not well pleased. And they were overthrown in the wilderness because of their complaining, mumbling and crying out, saying, I wish to God we had stayed in Egypt under those hard taskmasters. They desired to be back in bondage. Hallelujah. And I don't think a man is in his right mind. 
anybody that don't want to be free but bound. Hallelujah. Denying your freedom is because that's what you desire. The Galatian church always had something to complain about. The shoe wasn't too big, it was too little. It's always something. And God hates with a hate. He hates people that complain all the time. I don't care what test you're going through. It could be wise. You complain that your husband is mean to you, cruel, staying out all night, always doing something to you. But it could have been worse. You could have been dead. So you're praising God, Lord, I still got something to praise you for. I don't care what you're going through with. It could be worse. But whatever you're going through with, if you praise him, knowing that he is the one that upholds all things. You can praise your way and yourself out of trouble. Oh, yes, you can. You can praise God when you lay down at night, when you wake up through the night and you can praise him that morning. The devil don't like for you to praise God. Because the more you praise God and talk about him, the bigger he get in you. Hallelujah. And he gives you so much strength and so much power. I don't know whether y'all know what I'm talking about or not. But I'm talking about the God that I know. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a God that never sleeps nor slumbers. A God that's watching over us day and night. Somebody began a song, I had my share. My ups and downs, but God has been good to me. Hallelujah. If you're talking with me, please. I won't be before you as long as I went last Sunday. Beginning with the first verse, Galatians 5 and 1. Now this is to the household of faith. There was trouble that Paul was having with some of the Corinthians and with some of the who we call 
heathens. In its church, there's a mystery. In the church. I don't mean a mystery of faith, but there's saints and sinners in God's church. And how did they get in there? They crept in unaware. For if you knew that that brother or sister didn't have the Holy Ghost, you wouldn't let them up. But they fool you. And it's one thing about it, if you ain't got what you need, you will never live right. I don't have to make a New Year resolution. All I've got to do is to tighten my belt or my strings because God will show you your weakness. So we have a mystery in the church. And Jesus said because of the mystery, and because they've been in there for some time. On the deacon board. And the pulpit. And the choir stand. And the audience. There's a mystery. And they've been in there so long until they have knitted and re-knitted themselves so close together till you can see problems and can't do nothing about it. Can I preach a little bit? I'm talking about the Galatian church now. It's some things you can't touch without disturbing the real thing. So Jesus said, you can't fix it. I'm concerned about my people, which is called wheat. So what you can't do without doing something wrong, let the wheat and terror grow together. In the day of harvest, I will separate. But he wants the minister, the preacher, the pastor, the evangelist, who he has placed on the wall. He said, I want you to watch over my flock. And warn them that is not so anxious and so desperate looking for a wife or a husband. You might pick out one that is terror. Listen to me. Only 
God and the preaching of what's terror and what is weak. How you gonna tell? The Bible said you'll know them by their fruit. I wrote an article, as you remember, a paper saying time will tell. Brother, that's just as true today as it was when it was written. You just watch them. Can't tell it by their shouting, by their testimony, but watch their life. The devil has tried over and over and over again till he's convinced himself it can't be done. And that is to live holy. It's your daily walk. You that got what you need, you that has the power that God promised to give you, you don't need nobody to watch you. That's the reason why the husband should never lie to his wife. The wife should never deceive or lie to her husband. Let your wives be gay. Whatever you say, you don't have to do like the world for your wife, a husband to believe you, crossing your head across your heart, raising your right hand to die in order to get a response, but just I trust you and I believe you. We've been married, my wife and I. I haven't had but one. I don't have but one. About 48 years. I've never caught her in a lie. Now that they say she haven't told one. But I've never caught her in a lie. <laughs> and I don't think she never caught me in a lie. And I never call her a lie. You know what that is? That's trust. That is confidence. Hallelujah. So you want somebody you can trust. You want somebody who you love. And it's not always in the looks. Jezebel was a beautiful woman. 
with unbelief, she was only the devil. Now we're going to rush through. But Paul said this. He said, you're saved if you keep in memory what I preach. Some, some of our hard-head sons and daughters, you can't tell them nothing. When you want to get married, but when you're doing all right, single. Well, that's all right, too. Marry whoever you will. We're only in the Lord. Galatians 5 and 1 says what? Said Paul. Stand fast. Look here. That's the first thing he said. Do what? Stand fast. Stand fast. Therefore. Stand fast. Don't be so quick to move and jump someplace else. Take time to be rooted and ground in the truth. Stand fast. Therefore, uh -huh. in the liberty. Uh, oh, we got liberty over here, ain't we? Hallelujah. Ain't you glad about it? In the liberty. Wherewith uh -huh. Christ has made us free. Christ has made us free. Ain't you glad you're free? Hallelujah. Do you really want to stay free? Hallelujah. Or you ain't talking to me. Do you really want to stay free? Hallelujah. Instead of walking around with shackles on you? Hallelujah. That looks so sad even on television. Huh? Big change. Shackle down. And I was looking at television the other day, and it didn't look too good to make you think. This is Black History Month. But there's some things I wished I had never seen. Because I know that is not just a story, it is a true story. Where are people? Your people, the blacks, were sold into slavery, whipped, beaten, chained like animals, big chains on, out. In nowhere on the sea ocean, those that decided that they didn't want or couldn't use, they tied a big steel block around and then connected one another, one to the other one. Well, they couldn't get away. Carried them out on the deck. Big piece of steel out into the ocean. 
And he began to snatch them out of the ship. They was screaming. Wouldn't do no good. A young lady that had a baby, and she felt that her time probably would come. She sat on the railing of the ship. She took a baby in her arms. As high as the ship was from the water, whether the first or second deck, she flipped over into the sea. Hallelujah. And that made me think of the song that they used to sing. Before I'll be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be saved. But I'm talking about in bondage. Who could you cry out to? The president of the United States couldn't help us at the time. If God wouldn't have stepped in, all of us would have been all men most miserable. And I'm not talking about the white Americans only, British and all of them. The black man had no protection at all. I don't know why this is our country here. Hallelujah. We worked for it. We paid taxes. We vote. But let a foreigner come from I don't know where. If his hair is straight and he's brown-skinned, he steps in the head of the black man. Give them the best jobs or you have we got a few. But when new jobs is open, you know what happened? It may be nine whites and one black. Just enough to make them think it's integrating. But they don't want us. Hallelujah. But I see somebody who sets high. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody going to have to pay for this thing. I'm trying to paint a picture to you to let you know how bad it is to be in bondage. Know where you came from and want to go back there? I'm not trying to get you to look at races. But I got to paint the picture like this because I know you know. And if you don't know, you ought to read your history book. We always at the tail. Hallelujah. 
Somebody wrote a speech when I was going to school, so you know that's been a long time. Said everything, and it's true, everything got protection but a poor colored man. You remember that? I know you know. Amen. But that is right. Well, Bishop, what are you trying to do? Trying to carry us back while we can. I'm trying to let you see we was in bondage then. We didn't have no rights. And if you don't get somebody, amen, that you can vote into this thing to speak for you, I pity a man that has committed a crime and ain't got no lawyer. God saw Israel in the condition that they were in, but they never would have been in that condition if they had obeyed God. But they wouldn't do it. And let me tell you something. Let me show you something. I'm not going to finish this sermon. That the devil is right there just like darkness is right there. If you don't believe it, put the lights out and see what darkness be there. Before you can match your eyes. Light, darkness sleep. Without light, darkness sin. The enemy, which is the devil, is waiting for an opportunity to come in and wreck our lives. Israel. They disobeyed God. He sent prophets to them. They killed them. They wouldn't listen. Not the whole 12 tribes, but some of all of them had a part in it. And they went on until God got tired. And all that God had to do when he got tired was to step back and the devil rushed in. He rushes in, the Bible says, like a flood. He takes advantage of every opportunity. Don't miss out on what God wants you to do because of your husband, because of your wife. For God is the one that's going to have the last say. So don't let God down for nobody. So God gave them up and the enemy captured them. And they carried them down in Egypt. They were down there for 70 some odd years. Sometime that God put us out there until we learn who is the boss, who rules and super rules. So they were out there for a long time, and he is still a God of compassion. And he saw how that Pharaoh and even his servants 
Amen was treating his people. The Egyptians didn't care anything about the Israelites. But God had it fixed some way. Amen. That they keep them. They said they thought from multiplying. They would work them from sun up to sundown. I'm talking about hard work. Hard taskmasters. But through it all, they began to multiply the more. So Pharaoh had to think of something else to do. I'm talking about being in bondage. You don't realize what it means as of yet to be in bondage. Many of you don't realize what it means to be hungry. Many of you don't realize the price. Amen. That some has already paid to get an education. To have to walk to school. Sometimes your shoes had no bottom in it. You had to take wire and tie up the sole of your shoe. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your hands would be aching. Yeah. And sometimes it's raining on you. And to keep your hands warm because you didn't have no gloves is to blow your hand and to get heat thing God from your mouth to your hand. Hallelujah. And even some of our forefathers didn't have no education at all. Amen. But they made it through some way or somehow. I heard somebody say a long time ago, I've never read it, but it may be there. And that is coming a time when the top rail is going to be the bottom rail. I don't know how much truth in that, but I'm saying, Lord, just give me my freedom. I want to be able to go in and out and to serve you and to worship you in the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. It's just like being bound. And God will set us free. You can get out and stretch your arms. And you can praise God for what he done. Glory be to God. But the enemy want to see you bound. He want to see you with your mind messed up. He see you, he want to see you when you can't do nothing about your situation. But there is a God. Praise God that knows all things. And thank God he will answer from above. Amen. The Bible declares. Amen. They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew thy strength. They shall mount up with wings of an eagle. Hallelujah. I'm talking about bondage now. In a way we can't help it. Our taskmaster is very hard. But one of these days, we're going to be delivered. One of these days, 
we're going to be set free. Hallelujah. It may not be here. You may just get a taste of it, but it's coming after a while. I'm looking for another world. My eyes, thank God, has been elevated on things that is above, not on things of the earth. I want you to see now what is about to come. It is not too far away. Hallelujah. What we're going through now, amen, will be with after a while. If you got your hand in the hands of God, he's going to deliver us one of these days. Your money won't deliver you. Your education won't deliver you. But righteousness will deliver you. There's going to come a time, hallelujah, when we won't need no money. Hallelujah. But God, look at our lives and look what's going to happen. If you live right, you're going to be surprised. Amen. What God's going to do for you and what he got in store for you is a marvelous thing. Amen. To relax in God and to know what's going to be the outcome. Look at him now. He know what you're going through it. He see every tear. He knows every problem. He knows how disappointed you are at times. But after a while, he's going to call you up higher. Leave everything down here. Go in and be with the Lord. Resting from your labor. You ain't been rewarded yet. But God got something in store for you that the half ain't never been told. I don't know whether you believe it or not, but by faith I see it. I know it's going to happen. Hallelujah. All our ups and downs and our disappointments, God's going to bring us to all of them. Hallelujah. All we can do is to wait like Job said. Out of all of my appointed time, will I wait till my change comes? Bondage. I'm closing. Listen to this. Stand fast, therefore, uh -huh. in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. All right. And be not entangled again. Be not entangled. When you tangle up, it ain't nothing you can do. Be not entangled again. Listen. With the yoke of bondage. With the yoke of bondage. Or oh, he said in another place, with the affairs of this life be not entangled again. Some of us already got a one-track mind. And once we get our mind on a certain day, we can't think of nothing else but that. But don't be entangled again with the yoke of money because that same devil is out there. 
The same one that was in Israel's time is the same one that is there waiting on you. He conquered them. He deceived them. Listen. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. Go to Galatians 4 and 9. Listen to this. But now... Are you in your right mind? I'm talking about these folk. Paul discovered something about them. He said, but now... After that ye have known God... After you have known God... Or rather are known of God... Now which one is it? Known God or known of God? Somebody just told you about it. You have never had no experience with it. Hallelujah. But you say you know him. After you have known God, are known of God, how turn ye again? How in the world can you do it? You know where you were. You know what you were going through with. You know what kind of a freedom you had. You know that you were the liberty. You testified in the church. You had your freedom. Hallelujah. How in the world could you change again and go back from which you came? How can you go back being a street beggar? How can you go back to the nightclub? How can you go back to the boat? How can you go to Las Vegas? How can you go to Hollywood? Looking for pleasure. He has said, she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she lives. How can you do it? You stayed in the church long enough to get a taste. A taste of the Holy Ghost. Stayed in there long enough to realize I'm free. Glad I know who Jesus is. Paul said, I can't understand it. How can you go back and be what you was at first? Listen, read. How turn ye again? How turn you again? To the weak. To the weak and beggarly and beggarly elements. Uh-huh. Whereunto ye desire again. You desire again. To be in bondage. To be in bondage. Do you get the picture? Desire to be in bondage. Now you know what's going to put you back there. You know that you was pulled out of that. And you got over here and got a taste of freedom and you say you was happy. How can you? You have a desire to want to go back. 
Hallelujah. That doesn't make sense. Just a taste of freedom. And now they want to go back. Read that verse again. How turn ye again? He said, you tell me. You say you found all that you needed over in Zion. Hallelujah. You was willing to let the nightclubs go. You turned your back on the unsaved. That will cause sinners. You kept God's law to a point. When he said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You had no time for the ungodly. But now, you're going back. Talking with that man, a Gentile. That the world called handsome. He looks good, he dressed good. He may have money, but money without God ain't no good. You hurt God when you go and connect or reconnect yourself back with the heathen. God said you are, you are unequally yoked. How can you do it? A man that is filled with the Holy Ghost, you may have disagreements, but he ain't gonna beat you down. He ain't gonna be found mistreating you. Hallelujah. You trust him, he trusts you. Hallelujah. But there is some because they don't have the Spirit of God, and I know what I'm talking about because it was in my lifetime. Deliver me from a jealous man or a jealous woman. I'm talking about extremely jealous. But lock his wife up in the house when he went to work. Come back every now and then check on her. I'm going to sweep up around my yard. And I'm going to come back looking for tracks. Now that's why he was stupid. The other man went there and found out what he was going to be looking for. So when he got through going to the house and making tracks, then he took a broom and wiped out all of the tracks. Then when he came, he looked, no, ain't nobody been here. Kill Roy Bentley and gone. But if you got somebody who you delight yourself in, hallelujah, filled with the Holy Ghost, that you don't have, you can pray for it. And God will give it to you. I remember, I remember well, amen, that 
My sister said that up in the Delta, that they had a hard time up there. Now that once was a hard time, the, the Delta now ain't like it used to be. Oh, you was pitiful up in the Delta. You was pitiful. I mean you, 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 you was pitiful. Didn't have anything. It's a lot better. Some of them have the home. Some of them got good food. But my sister said they was about to starve to death. And she had the Holy Ghost at that time. But she didn't realize the power she had with it. But she said, she got on her knees and said, Lord, uh, uh, you know I got a family. Things is tough, sir. Will you send us some food? Hallelujah. See what you need. You don't have to go out and spread it and tell the community, just tell Jesus. She said before she could get up off her knees, good say, she heard a knock on the door. And there was a lady, amen, with a big can of meat. Amen. She said, I don't know why I'm bringing this to you, but we laid on my heart to bring it. And she heard another knock. And there was somebody else bringing something. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so glad that God will take care of who he is. It may have been a sinner woman bringing it, but God sent the sinner. Amen. What do you say about Jesus? I say, what do you say about Jesus? What do you say about Jesus? Yes. I say, yeah. He's all right. I don't care what you say about him. I know that he's all right. He'll answer your prayer. I don't care how late it is. When things ain't going right, if you got strength enough to fall on your knees and tell him about it, he said, call me and I'll answer you. I don't care how late it may be. Just call me. Call me. And I'll come see about you. Well, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit before I wind up. The same shape I was the other day. But I do want to go to another scripture. I want you to go to Second Peter. Oh, I love this. I, I, I want to get stretched out, but something won't let me. Lord, have mercy. Amen. No, maybe I'll save him till tonight. I want you to eat the whole loaf. Second Peter 2.19. While they promised them liberty. Now listen now. While they promised them what? Liberty. Now you see what they're going to do? They promised them liberty. They themselves, they themselves are the servants of corruption. Did you see that? They got, now here they promised you something and they ain't got it themselves. Huh? What make you go after a man? Because of a little bankroll he got? 
because of a new car, a house, and that house, if you don't keep it up, it's deteriorated day by day. Why they do what? While they promised them liberty, liberty, they themselves uh -huh. are the servants of corruption. Don't you see? They the servant of the devil. They don't belong to God. Read. For of whom a man is overcome, uh -huh. of the same he is brought into bondage. Lord have mercy. Did you hear that? Lord, I ain't got time to go through and elaborate on it. Come on, God. We're going to get to this again. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world. Lord have mercy. Do you see what God said? I cause you to escape. Huh? To get by this without the devil taking you up. After they had escaped the pollution of the world, of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior and Jesus Christ, and because you had a knowledge and know what God said, you ran. You got away from the devil. Don't allow him to put his hand on you. Listen, they are again. They are again. Here go that again. Entangled. They are again entangled. Therein. Now, the world will be glad to get hold of a man like this. Oh, he's the professor, he's a doctor, amen. And he just what I want, amen. And all it takes, if I can get a little pride in him, is the devil talking, amen. To make him feel that, amen, he is, you can't touch me. And that's all he wants. When a man thinketh, he's standing. Let him take heed. Man, you better leave that lady alone. I saw her. She looked at you. Oh, she can't. I'm stronger than that. You better leave that man alone. Amen. Oh, I ain't thinking about it. We, we just friends. What else? You can't give a good, decent answer. Well, what are you doing? Well, we just friends. What else? Shoe fly. Shoe. Listen. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, the pollution of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, through the knowledge of who? The Lord and Savior. Through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are again. They are again. Entangled therein. And they right back in the same mess they were in advice. Now they crying out again by help. Desiring to be in bondage. How many is free in Jesus? I'll lift those hands up for that. If you're free, now if you ain't free, keep them down. But if you're free, how many are free out here? Let's look at the hands of free. Yes, I'm free.
is Martin Luther King said, I'm free at last. I'm free at last. Praise God Almighty. If Jesus would come, would your soul be prepared? He is coming at a thief. Listen, in the night, what answer would you render? your life to be spared. He is coming out of the end. I think I'll say that again because somebody may not have caught it in the first. I said if Jesus should come would your soul be prepared. He's coming out a thief in the night. What answer would you render your life to be spent? He is coming out a Oh, so awake, soon the Lord shall and not shall and it's like but hid from you, but yet he promised. That makes the difference. Wealth, you can see it. Land, you can see it. Houses, you can see it. And all these things, they say, well, I promise you something else. 
greater than any material thing. Huh? Money houses the land. Because you can't redeem your soul with nothing you got. But I've got something already in store. Think about it, in store for you. And I'm going to give it to you if you just hold out. Eyes have not seen. Ears haven't heard. Neither has it entered in into the hearts of no one to know what I got in store for. Hallelujah. It's waiting on you and it's yours. You talking about riches untold? He got something. That is above rubies and diamonds. It's yours. If you continue to live right, he said, I'll give it to you. If you want it, it's yours for the asking. By faith, you can claim it. He'll give it to you. This world has nothing to offer that Jesus can't go way beyond that. And yet all of this Solomon, I don't know what you're asking me for, but I'll tell you what. Because you asked me for something that the world can't give, and it's in my power to give it, I'll grant you for what you asked me for. Wisdom and knowledge. The understanding that when you will know how to lead my people and what I'm pleased with. And then I will turn right around and bless you with worthy things. Well, there will be nobody that ever came before your time, neither after will have the wealth that you have. Well, Lord, how you going to do that? Because everything is mine. And I can do what I want to with mine. Who would pass up a deal like that? But because you can't see it, you got to walk by faith to get it. I've told you this before, I've told you this before, and it's still true. In order to serve God, you got to have a knowledge of him. I said to the Lord when it was introduced to me, Lord, give me wisdom, understanding, knowledge. I fasted and prayed for weeks and months. Every time I would get on my knees, I would pray and I would tell him, Lord, give me wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. I didn't ask him for nothing else. I had a job working in Michigan, what they call pretty good money. But I cried daily, three and four times a day and at night, Lord, give me wisdom, understanding knowledge, that I may know how to serve you. Finally, about a couple of months after I had been fasting and prayed, he never said nothing until one Wednesday evening. He said to me, he said, you've been asking me 
I see, I know God talk. Y'all may not know, I know God talk. He listen and he speak when he get ready. And I imagine I, I can sound like him now because the voice that was un it wasn't a woman's voice. He said it with power. You've been asking me for wisdom.